Hello, my friend. Happy Sunday or whatever day it is if you're listening to the recording of this podcast. Um, You are listening to Refine and Shine with Amber, and I just want to say thank you so much for being here. I'm actually really excited to share what I have to say today because I think that it can be beneficial to every single person, like no matter what your life looks like right now. Um, So I hope that you will stick with me and really get to the overall message that I'm trying to get across today. Um, It's another reason why this podcast episode is coming out a little bit later than most because I really wanted to think things through. Um, I am somebody who really needs to take the time to allow myself to completely process things and really think clearly. And I still have a little bit of a challenge getting it out in words. So I'm going to do my best to just dive right in and get to what I'm trying to hopefully get across to you today. Um, So I've been hearing a lot of people share that the common statement, like a lot can happen in a year. And I'm like, yeah, a lot can happen in a year. That is so, so true. But then I got to reflecting on my life over the last year and how much has actually changed, how much has actually happened. And then I thought about other years in the past where maybe just a couple of things changed. And I'm like, okay, but what was the difference between those years when things really didn't change a whole lot, um, things really kind of stayed the same for the most part or a little bit stagnant at times. Um, and it came down to over this last year, I was more willing to take risk to say yes to new opportunities, even if they were scary or uncertain um, and just pushing myself beyond my norm, which It's also really scary to just like make ourselves almost like force ourselves to do something that's outside of our comfort zone. Um, And when I looked at my life today and where it was at a year ago, I would have never envisioned that. Like if somebody would have told me, hey, in a year from now, you're going to be in a healthy relationship. You're going to be living with that man. You're going to have a new kitten in your life. You're going to be working full time as a coach. You're not going to be teaching anymore. You're not going to have the stress and anxiety from that job anymore. I would have probably laughed in someone's face and been like, no way. No way. Like, that's out of question for me because honestly, a year ago from today, I was spending the holidays single, post-divorce, but I wasn't upset about it. I was actually happy with knowing that it was just going to be me and God for a while. And I was completely okay with that for the first time in my life, which is wild for someone like me, honestly. Um, And what's crazy is I think about the, just the dating aspect in the last year, okay, and just how hard it was, you know, after going through a divorce, trust me, it's not fun. I don't recommend it, but honestly, I do recommend it. You just got to know that it's not going to be easy. <laughs> but what I haven't really shared that I want to share today is before I went on the date that I went on with my current boyfriend, um, I was at a stage in my life where I had just ended a relationship that was very mentally draining on me um, because I really cared a lot about that person, but they were not aligned with my values and my life. And I just, I felt it was healthy for both of us to just end the relationship where it was at. And so I was kind of getting a little bit jaded with the whole dating life. And I had went on several days prior to that, dated a couple of people prior to that, um, but I just ended up ending them all for the reason that they weren't healthy. They didn't align with my life. 
Um, and so before I went on a date with my current boyfriend, I had a couple of chats uh, with my best friend, with myself, with God, and it ultimately came down to me making a promise, me making a decision that if this was somebody who really didn't align with my values and life where it was at, I was going to need to just take the responsibility, the initiative to take a very long pause on the dating life because I felt that was a clear indicator, a clear sign that it just wasn't the time of my life when I needed to be doing that. But then here we are a year later and we live together. It's crazy how things can happen that way. And also, I like when I look back on all of the things that really did get me where I'm at right now, people told me that I was crazy for doing them. Like I remember when I decided it was back in March, April, I think it was April, I took an impromptu trip. I drove to Texas for the first time. That's over 10 hours for me to stay a week with my bestie. I actually met her through the coaching opportunity um, because it was right after I went through that breakup that I just told you about that was just mentally hard on me and I just needed that time. But people were freaking out because that was during the beginning stages of quarantine and telling me that I shouldn't do that. But thankfully, I was teaching then and I was working virtually, so I was able to take my work with me and still get everything done. Um, And then fast forward, uh, I believe it was the end of May or beginning of June, I resigned from my teaching career, which was wild. And again, everyone uh, told me I was crazy because I had been teaching for five years. It's what I had always wanted to do my entire life. But every single year for the last five years, I I wanted out. There were still a couple of things that I did love about it, but for the most part, it wasn't what I expected. It gave me a lot of anxiety and it just wasn't something foreseeable for my future, especially as somebody who has more passions and a desire to do more things with my life for my own self, for my own family, and for others. It just wasn't that connecting piece that I needed in my life anymore. So I finally resigned from that position. And then, of course, just back to the dating, people were freaking out about me dating so soon after my divorce. And no one gets to tell us what is the right time or the right course for our life. And I just know personally from my own experience that when I went through my divorce, that whole last year and maybe more, we spent basically separated. Like, yes, we still had a title of being married, but I spent at least a year already working on myself. And so I knew what it was like to fall on my knees and stand back up on my own two feet and give it all to God and hopefully let him carry me through even though there was a man living under the same roof. Like that is just a crazy experience that maybe not everyone has had or is going to have. But after that, I was ready to date. <laughs> you know, um, I had I had lived with somebody for so long who didn't give me any attention, to be quite honest. So yeah, I was ready to go on dates again and to feel adored and to feel appreciated and those things that all humans crave. And so no, I wasn't looking to jump into marriage right away by any means. But yeah, I was looking to get out and just enjoy time with another human being for a little bit. Um, And then when I did meet my current boyfriend, Caleb, I met him at the very end of April. Um, We ended up moving in together at the end of May, beginning of June. It was like a month after knowing one another. And we actually had started talking about it like the first week. And I was the one who brought it up initially. And when it came out, like, just out loud, I kind of freaked myself out. I was like, oh my gosh, did that just come out? You know, and it like really scared me. And I was like, you know what? I need to think this over. And I was really terrified to do it. 
But I did it anyway because I prayed about it. And I could feel that these were the signs that God was giving me in a moment where I didn't know what to do next. You know, I gave it to him and I just decided to really trust his guidance and put my faith in him instead of listening to the opinions, the fear that kept coming from other people. And, you know, I chose to just be courageous and to be faithful. And that's not always easy. But ultimately, this year actually forced me to just be resilient and trust his ways beyond my own. And, you know, resilient is a word that I've heard so many times in my life. And I truly felt a deeper meaning of resilience this year because of all of this that happened. And ultimately, he guided me on a journey of healing, of forgiveness, passion, and love that like I wouldn't have had if I had not chose to just surrender to him over and over and over again. And what's really crazy is when I look back on last year and I look at this year, there's beauty in both. So that's what I'm really trying to tell you. It doesn't matter what your lo- what your life actually looks like right now. There is beauty to find in it. You just have to focus on the blessings, on the gratitude. And I promise you that you will be so thankful for it. And you know, when I think about what's going to happen this, this next year, I have no idea. What I do know is that there's most certainly some improvements to be made. You know, I have a lot of self-doubt. I can allow myself to get really anxious and cause a lot of stress and worry. That's ultimately not necessary. But for right now, I hope that you will join me in just choosing to focus on what I just said. I hope that you will focus on the blessings that he has already provided you in such a short time. And I hope that as you move forward in this next year, that you will promise yourself that you are going to be courageous, that you are going to take those risks. You're going to say yes to the hard opportunities. You're going to push yourself, force yourself outside of your own norm. Get uncomfortable. And above all, be faithful and be resilient. Okay. Thank you for listening and I hope you have a wonderful day.